I'm Miss W, and I'm a teacher. And I'm Mrs. B, and I'm a teacher. Teaching really is an art, but with our actual degrees and experience in schools, we have a BS in education. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. It's a BS in education. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 30 of BS in Education. It's me and my fellow refugee from life. I don't even know, guys. This has been a real my shitty week. Fellow daughter. My fellow daughter. <laughs> Hi. Sorry for the S word in front of this one. Um, yeah, it's been a real rough week. Did you look? Did you have a chance to look at the show notes and go how like how totally how... petty is that bullshit that I put down to complain about? <laughs> I know. It's and like compared we can to real so complaints. Complain about now. Uh, so we're gonna take a quick thirty second break, break so I can get my so you can kick this one out of, here. out of here, and then we're gonna <laughs> resume. All no, right. No. No. All right. Look at mommy. And we're back. Okay. So um, oh, I don't. I don't know. Are you gonna have trouble one? coming up with some BS to talk about? Do I you want to go There's, first? Life is yours so is great so right much. Now. Yours is worse than mine, though. Mine's not great either, so we all know that the world is on fire, but we the are frozen. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one time in forever that I just think it's hilarious that you chose to snowbird down here for the I month know. of February, and the the frozen apocalypse has followed you because yeah. uh, the South does not know how to handle this. Hold on. Let's try this again. Okay. Oh. And we're back. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, Jeez. so I I am down here. So Miss Miss B and I still have not seen each other. So we're still hundreds of miles apart in different states. But both our states are getting all the states are slammed with situations that our states cannot handle. I'm sorry. There. So let Some me explain literal why slamming there's also. so many noises in my home. Um, we have been going through. I can't call them rolling blackouts because it's just like straight up blackouts for right extended like more than 24 hours at a time. Um, in sub freezing temperatures and none of us know how to handle it. So like we went to, um, we had to take our dog to the vet. That's another section for our BS thing that during this, we had to take our dog to the vet and I'm watching people go in with their leggings on and then like regular running shoes with just like four pairs of socks on and just like a whole bunch of long sleeve t-shirts because we don't even own clothing for this. I didn't bring my clothes. I'm like killing myself. I have so much of it. But why would you? Because it takes up so much space and we don't Mm -hmm. have any of it. Like I have several things that are great and they're at my parents' house because they live in a state that snows. And then they're also at my husband's family's cabin where we go sometimes for snowy vacations. But I have none of that here. So we're just freezing our our aces off uh, with no electricity. And then we also uh, have no water. We haven't had any water now for four-ish days. But um, it could be worse because many of my friends did not ha- do not have survivalist husbands the way that I, I do. Know. Let's be honest. If um, I were a single woman right now, my whole house would be just like collapsed on the ground. Like we would all be dead by now. There's no way I would have survived this. But my husband was smart enough to not only shut off the water, but also drain the pipes when he shut off the water. But I have multiple friends whose entire downstairs are flooded because their pipes burst and then all the snow came in their house and then it melted and destroyed mm-hmm. just literally everything they have. So um, it sucks pretty bad. And uh, let's go back to that. Let's circle back to the whole vet thing. One of the days, I guess it was day two into this adventure when we had woken up and it was, you know, 30 degrees inside our house. And we had a friend who lived on the other side of town and they still had power at our house. And they were so kind and they said, why don't you come stay with us for the night? And my parents have been here from their snowy right. state. They came in to visit and then the power goes out and we have no water. So my my parents, oh, it was my dad's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Mr. Mr. You. Um, <laughs> so he's here for his 69th birthday. No power, no water. So we drive all the way to the other side of town on roads which have not been touched by a snowplow or salt or a grater because we don't even have those things south of the Mason-Dixon, y'all. Like, it's just not something that exists here. So we managed to skitter our way across town. And then um, that night, as dinner was cooking in the oven, their power went out. So we froze to death out there. And my husband stayed here at the house with our animals. 
to winterize everything. And as my dog was jumping out of his truck because he had found a nearby friend who had power at their house, he broke his leg, like shattered his radius and ulna in the left leg. He's a 10 year old dog. He, uh, yeah, he broke his mother effing leg. So we, we got, we had to take him to the vet. Um, the emergency vet that night wrapped him up and she couldn't take x-rays because there was no power. So he's just kind of splinted up. And then the next day, like very much at the end of the day, we finally got him in for x-rays and they were like, well, there's some lucency at the bone, which means he could have bone cancer. So we can't, we don't know if we can do surgery because if he does have bone cancer and it's traveled to the lung, he's just going to die anyway. But if, if it hasn't spread and it is bone cancer, we're just going to amputate that leg. So it doesn't spread. It's just like a whole shit show. We have spent in the last two days about $800 on this dog, and we still don't know what we're going to do with him and his gimp ass leg. So the good news for him is he's on some real good medicine. He is yeah. now part of the opioid crisis, but he's feeling really good on his little pillow. <laughs> so good for him. Hey, how's your life going? Ah, uh, so I guess two or three days ago, whenever this, this horse shit started, I don't even remember. I, I feel like I've army. aged 10 years in the last couple days. So I woke up at like... 4.30 in the morning, and I was like, fuck, it's cold. I have to turn, I'm going to turn the space heater on, which I don't usually leave it running when I'm sleeping, but I was just that cold. And I was like, why won't it come on? So I keep, mm. like, pushing buttons. And it took me, it took my slow sleep brain, like, a solid five minutes before I realized the power was out. At mm. first, I thought, mm. like, I blew a fuse, so I'm, like, stumbling yeah. around this house. So I am i can't remember if I told people, I'm, my little sister moved to a different city very recently and where she got a job and so we're basically just renting her house from her while she decides whether she's going to sell it or rent it or airbnb it or whatever so then we realize the power's out it i think it got down to about 46 degrees 44 degrees something like that in the house and again we don't have any i don't even have a big coat so just wearing like two (laughs) pairs of pants two three pairs of socks Uh, a regular shirt and then two giant hoodies and we're just bundled up in the bed together trying to both work because it was just so gd cold and then we started doing rotations in the car and and we were like okay at three o'clock which is when hotels will let you check in if the power is not on we're just gonna bite the bullet and stay a hotel so we stayed in a hotel that night had the water running like you're supposed to to keep pipes from bursting so we come back the next day to see yeah um, my husband just got here with a plunger because 15 yeah. minutes ago, the toilet started backing up. <laughs> so we come in the next day. There's still no power. We're running the water like you're supposed to. But what are you going to do? At this point, it's 40 degrees in the house. Mm-hmm. So decide to go stay at my parents' house. Uh, same thing. We stay there for a night. Then we come back the next day and we walk in the door and we just hear water running but like a lot of water and it was like oh no so uh two pipes burst but luckily however because this house is raised or it's a it's a above ground house yeah so luckily the pipes were just leaking under the house but i guess however it backed up it started coming out of the faucet in the bathtub and it's filling up faster then it can drain. So I've got a oh, dirty no. soup pot and I'm like <laughs> shoveling you're water into bilge, the sink. You're the human bilge yes. pump. Yeah. So I call my little sister and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Cause you can't turn off the water at the street without a crazy tool or whatever. So she's yeah. like, my across the street neighbor has one of those tools. He's some kind of handyman. So I like get the water to a reasonable level <laughs> that I think oh. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> Again, okay, so next time anybody makes fun of me for carrying a sack of salt in the trunk of my car, I'm going to punch him in the face because it came in real handy and kept me from breaking my neck because it's a raised house and we had steps. Mm. So I'm running across the street wearing 16 layers of cloth. Like I look fully homeless, like banging on a neighbor's door. Everybody does, though. We don't have goats. (laughs) Banging on a neighbor's door. Um, so I'm like, hey, hi, nice to meet you. I'm little sister's big sister. There's water coming out of everywhere. Can you help me? And he's like, yeah, uh, let me, cause he's in his jammies. <laughs> and he's oh, like, yeah, Lord. let me, I'll, I'll be there in a minute. So I'm in the meantime in the bathroom, just like, just kind of <laughs> shoveling water. 
So he turns it off at the street so it stops uh, going. And I'm also proud of myself for this. I had the foresight to think to plug the bathtub to keep all of that water so we could flush the toilet. Smart. (sighs) So stayed... My, I don't even know where we are in the story. Where are I, we? I slept I don't know. a very a different place every night for lots of nights in a row. But the plumber just left like two hours ago. Everything seemed to be fine until I went to pee right before recording this podcast. Jokes on and you. It started backing up the toilet. Jokes on you. So Mr. W went to get a plunger and he has it. So we're gonna cross our fingers that Good Lord. that all is well. In the land sure. Well, of I'm glad he could get into a store. We have, in my place, there are lines wrapped around outside of stores while people go in two at a time to buy. Yeah, you got all the left. weather like a day before us. We did. So, or a day, no. I feel like we're a day ahead of you in as far as recovery. So hopefully your shit will be semi I don't know. normal and open. It could be, I mean, as shitty as it is, it could be worse. Hey, on the bright side, I haven't had to do any teaching this week, so yeah. I guess there's that. Yeah, but I'm I, also worried about all my little my little people who like, I know. show up to it's... school every day without even a bottle of water. Now I'm like, now I can't even get a bottle of water. What what are I they know. doing right now? It's very scary. <sighs> well, yeah, y'all can come stay stay with us in this house that has four hundred dollars worth of new pipes. That's another thing; it was only four hundred bucks, which is amazing. Wow, that so is it's amazing. Just like, it was really lucky what busted where. And no they, kidding. I know. And and they only, so people that are listening to this that maybe live somewhere else and don't understand the like running your pipes, everything's all hunky dory till your power also goes out because then you don't have the radiant heat of your and then home. you're just. Yeah. So that's. You're uh, just screwed. That's everything. <laughs> that's. <laughs> Not going to lie. I got, I got a little booze in my coffee right now because <laughs> I feel like I deserve it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I'm not a I'm not a drinker, but I've I've been drinking a little bit lately. Yeah, but I don't feel bad about it. I'm just not thrilled that I have to be an adult right now. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm just that's just not fair that I have to be one of the grown ups. I'm just not prepared for it. So. Yeah, it's just so mentally exhausting. It's real shitty. And little to pull back the curtain a little bit. Normally we have a couple of these episodes in the can that are just ready to roll out. And then Miss W <laughs> texted me earlier this week and was like. And I think this is like the day our power, like the day yeah, the this shit was started before to hit the, fan the power went out. We were planning to. This is how we're much like, we did not think this was going to be bad. <laughs> it was like, ooh, we're going to record the week of crazy. It's going to be so fresh. It's we'll record be it on so Monday. Fresh. Yeah, and here we and are like, on oh, Thursday. Great. I get off for President's Day, and we're, mm-hmm. then we're like, oh shit, I, we're have we have power in little fifteen minute bursts. I don't know if this is going to work out. So. Yeah, so we're going back and looking at our show notes that we prepare ahead of time, and I'm like, I don't even know. Are we are we going back to school? Do we have to? Can we just call it a year? Can yes, we just right. Cut it off right now. Like, can we just get through whatever the rest of the shit is? Nobody's learning anything anyway. They haven't all year. Come on, just guys. Have Mr. B come in and teach a life skills class on how to winterize your house. That's what they need right now. Like yeah. how to help your parents. Because I mean, I'm I'm not kidding you guys. Like if it weren't for him, I don't know what the hell. Well, it's like how many people that are our friends do you think just talk to their dads on the phone a thousand times? Because that's what my husband and I were both doing. We were like, we did this and this. Is this the right thing to do? I know. It's just well, like how many Boy Scouts do you know in real life? like adult boy scouts and that are my age and I know two of them so like if if for some reason my husband were not around I know who I would call mm-hmm. besides my dad but like I don't know how to do I don't know how to do any of this stuff this is this sucks mm-hmm. not cool and you can't google anything because there's no I know. that's the worst and then we got we got our notification from our provider the other day they were like we're cutting off all of your data like we're just cutting everybody's data off because this the whatever's are because everybody's using and, their phones like yes. that. Yes, and oh, so oh. like if you don't have power and you can't get to Wi-Fi, you have no access to your to anything. So it's just kind of like, Meh. and then we have we're like getting boil notices and shit from our city. And we're like, cool, nobody in the city has. We water. We don't have water so, anyway, so thank you for letting me know that if and when awesome I do get advice, it. Douchebag. <laughs> it's ridiculous but yeah he had the foresight to like go outside with all of his ice chests when it was still snowing and just like opened all the ice chests in the backyard he was like we're gonna save all this and and i'm just like inside like i can't find my extra socks where do we <laughs> oh my god i wish we would have ordered girl scout cookies because i could totally use a sugar fix and he's like running around like doing stuff in his survivalist mode with his knives and all his camping lanterns and shit 
Yeah. Oh, he's a superhero. I know. I'm just like, yeah, because Miss B's husband like knows all about this stuff so much that when I see y'all, hopefully next weekend, hopefully things at least, we'll see. I'm totally going to be like, wasn't it so smart of me to save that bathtub water, Mr. B? (laughs) Right? He will. He'll give you, he'll give you a badge. He'll give you a Girl Scout badge. He'll be like, good job. And I had salt in my car. That is really smart. I saw somebody was using, all they had in their house was grits or oatmeal or some shit. That's and so a good that's idea. what they used instead. Because it won't like melt it, grits. but it'll at least get, make it rough. Give you some traction. That's yeah. a good idea. But we just, we don't know how to handle these things. Like the first day, it was it was fun when all the snow was coming down because we never get snow and everybody was really excited. This bitch right here took zero pictures of her children in the snow. Can I Not tell you? Okay, one. I had this thought because I was wherever, I, who knows where I was in but I was somewhere, somebody's house, and uh, that wasn't mine because I didn't have power or water. And I'm just looking through Facebook, and I'm seeing everybody's pictures of because it was beautiful. We got it freezing rain and snow, but it was like it was like all the plant life was just encased in an inch of solid ice, and it was yes. gorgeous. And I'm looking at these pictures, and I go, anybody that has beautiful pictures did not just have to go through some shit in the last 72 hours because I didn't right. take any pictures. Of, no. of all and i don't have any children but i didn't take any pictures of like the beautiful icicles and stuff and i was like that's all the motherfuckers that had heat and water Seriously. this whole time well that's the deal is like the morning that the snow was out we already didn't have power so i was mm-hmm. like i'm not getting off my app like my right. phone has We're not like going 12 battery right. i'm not well i told the kids i was like if y'all go outside you're not gonna get warm because it's just cold everywhere so right. and you don't have any waterproof pants because they're all in a different state so right. like do what you're gonna do but i'm not going out there to take your pictures so, of course, my lovely daughter, who sees the joy in everything, went out there anyway, and she was jumping on the trampoline and watching all the snow fly around Aww. her. It was very magical. And then my son went outside for, like, five minutes and then was just heartbroken that he couldn't play Fortnite. Like, that's been our main saga in his life, is when can I play Fortnite again? And I'm like, I am going to throw that fucking thing out the window. I don't <sighs> yeah. just can't. So, um, that's where we're at yep. right now. Um, we had a... We were going to have a four-day weekend anyway. We had off um, Friday. I can't remember why we had off Friday, but it was like a pre-planned thing. And then we were going to have off Monday for President's Day. And it was supposed to be a professional development day for the teachers. And then um, all shits hit the fan. And then everything sh- everything stopped. And so I don't even know where or when I am. I haven't done anything I was supposed to do. So mm-hmm. now I'm kind of like, oh, sh- dude, when we go back on Monday, I don't have anything prepared. But- oh, this will lighten stuff up. So... So everybody knows I do these crazy voiceovers for this, yes! this psychic lady. The psychic Russian. Can she do a reading for us? God, have great I sent you the video, did. right? Of, yes, you I've did. actually got the video of my voice yes. of my voice coming out of her mouth. I should look into it. I don't know what her prices are. Uh, but anyway, anyway. So again, wasn't expecting this to happen. So when I get these voiceover gigs, I'll usually have about 72 hours to do them, anywhere from 48 to 72 hours to do them. And they usually take anywhere from 20 minutes to like an hour. So of course, I was like, I'm gonna enjoy my Sunday. I'll mm-hmm. do them tomorrow. Mondays, I don't have anything that I actually have to show up for in person on Monday. So I was like, I'm gonna video my choreography. I'm gonna do my whatevers and like get my lesson plans. That's my, my Monday's like my planning day. We didn't sure. have power. So I had to do them in the hotel room because I didn't want to uh, make this client mag because this is where I get most of my money. Right. And I told my husband, I was like, I have to record these, but I need you to keep your headphones <laughs> in. I was like, I can't. Is he not I don't these? want you listening to them. I've sent him some of the stuff or like I'll highlight highlight a sentence here or there, but could you do know. it in it's person just like, in front of so... He's one of those people that it's like you got to be like eye contact or yes. he doesn't really hear. 100%. So I finished doing this and then and then I, like I'm like I'm done and he takes off his headphones and like turns and looks at me and goes, "You sound fucking crazy." <laughs> And I was like, I told you not to listen. And he was like, well, I had a podcast going, but every once in a while to get quiet and I just hear some crazy shit about <laughs> Jupiter and getting your power from it. The Jupiter pine cone. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So it was so hey, embarrassing. Real hippy dippy talk, though. I heard that Jupiter is doing some shit in the 
this like and he's like the king of all the planets or something like there's some did you watch one of my videos because that's what i was saying (laughs) no like i heard it somewhere else so either she's watching the same videos i am or like i've i've really heard that like jupiter's gonna fuck some stuff up for the next year or two so far He's doing a really good job. It's Jupiter and Mars. They're both yep. doing some weird shit. They're right like now. a dual. Oh no, I think it's she like said Jupiter and the Uranus. Of war. Because <laughs> I remember has been tearing up that yeah. toilet. Uranus. Did I know that toilet today. Um, She's not. Wrong. Oh my goodness! But she like she talks about everything that has that's any kind of like spiritual belief or practice mm-hmm. i've done so i talk about astrology i talk about it's bud it's not everybody says buddhism but it's buddhism it's pronounced like bud bud um so i did one on jesus that i wasn't expecting i was like oh okay. all right all right i mean they all hang out i know so she's really like casting a wide net with everybody's spiritual beliefs and stuff But you know i think the smartest spiritual advisors probably do that anyway because um you know it's all it's all what you relate to as far as what's Mm -hmm. on the other side of stuff you know and not everyone in the world is gonna think the same way about it so don't we believe that the universe would cast a wide net to catch us all in there yeah hey what do you say we uh we take a quick break and then start talking about this empath stuff. Yeah, speaking of hippy dippy bullshit, let's yeah. take a break and then jump into this while I pull up this Google Doc that I was not able to print. <laughs> Same. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everyone. So um, this whole episode, which we had pre-planned before we even knew all this shit would be hitting the fan is for empathic educators. Yeah. And so this is a really interesting concept to me because I've, I don't want this right now because it'll interfere with the signal. Thank you. Sorry. My husband just brought me my phone. He's trying to be nice. And I just, Oh, he's the nicest. Sent him away. He is the nicest, but I sent him away. Anyway, we, uh, what was I talking about? What are we talking about uh, right now? Empaths. Oh, empaths. Okay. <laughs> just kind of thinking about what an empath is. And just like a few years ago, I think I've, realized somebody told me I was an empath and I didn't know what that meant. Then I looked it up and I was like, oh shit, I really think I am. And this explains everything in my life so far. And then kind of looking at teachers in general, I feel like a lot of us are empaths. And probably a lot that are elementary teachers. Mm -hmm. I bet it's not as, which I don't know, we could have made this part of the Instapol, but I bet it's not as prevalent in teachers that are more specialized. Not that you are very special. You're so very special. It's just, it's different. Mm -hmm. Um, I would agree with that. And probably if we're being honest, I think it's more liberal arts teachers or empaths Mm -hmm. more than like your calc teacher. I'm going to be honest. Right. (laughs) Even though I appreciate math more than I do literature. Who knows? So anyway, I just wanted to lead into this by uh, I've been bitching a lot of the year and years past about how, man, I really need to get back into therapy. When am I going to do it? When do I have the time? So what made me really want to jumpstart this episode was I believe in like signs of things. Like I really believe that I have an angel who like slaps me in the head a whole bunch and like Mm -hmm. makes me look at things and stop and breathe. And one day at school during what was supposed to be my planning period, I wasn't planning. I was trying to get my life in order. And I think it had been after a couple of weeks of just like barely functioning as a human being. And I was like, right now I'm going to spend this hour of my planning period finding a therapist who can see me either in the evenings or on a weekend when I'm not working. Like I have to do it. It was very strange because my planning period is in the morning and that morning while I had been working and this has never happened before, my computer just turned itself off. Like, shut the hell down. And I was pissed off because I lost all my Zoom friends. You know, it threw everything into a tizzy. So anyway, I had rebooted and I had gotten back on. And during my planning period, which normally is not anywhere near the time that was showing on my computer, um, I happened to look at the clock like a second after I was like, all right, I'm going to look for a therapist right now. And I opened up my computer and the time said 2.22 and the date was January 22nd. And I was like, that feels like a sign. Like, that's a lot of twos. Like I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll make, there's a lot of times where I'll make a decision or I'll have a thought and then I'll look at a clock or I'll look at something and I see a repeated series of numbers or I'll see a license plate with like a whole bunch, like three or four of the same digit in a row. Like it happens to me a lot when I have like thoughts and I was like, that was on an episode of Star Trek 
uh, they were stuck in some kind of time loop. And the way mm. that they got them out of it was, I don't remember if it was Data or whether it was Next Generation. And I saw this 25 years ago. But they kept having either the number three or four repeat. And so he yes. kept he kept recognizing it. And then when it came to the moment that was going to get him out of the time loop, everybody is listening to this going, man, you we thought you were a nerd. Now we know you're a nerd. Now we know for sure. <laughs> That's um, what got him out of it. See? Where it's all part mm-hmm. of the universal matrix or whatever the hell it is. I don't know, but stuff like it, it checks out. Um, so anyway, we, uh, I guess sometime last month we did an Insta poll and we asked, are you an empath and an educator? And I thought it was pretty interesting that it was about a 70, 30 split where 70% mm-hmm. of people were like, yes, I am empaths. And I thought it was interesting that people knew what empaths were, period. Because like I said, I didn't know until somebody was like, did you know that you're an empath? We got a few messages. I don't know if you saw them because she and I check it together that were like, well, I do now or something to that effect. Once we had all the (laughs) once we had all the different like uh, characteristics. So I think we did shed some light on a few. We did. We flipped the switch on some people. and Now they're all like, well, shit. And I think a big um, misconception is that if you believe that you are an empath it goes against your religion especially if it's if it's christianity and i don't believe that's true at all and i'm going to read some of the i was about to say symptoms that's not the correct word the characteristics (laughs) of being an empath in just a moment and it's not about believing in hippy dippy bullshit like it it fully aligns with whatever it is that you believe in it's not a belief in something else it's just believing that you are more in tune with that sixth sense that we all have Mm -hmm. like you don't have to be a dirty heathen or whatever you think so christians put your put your pearl let go your pearls it's gonna be okay (laughs) and i say that as a christian woman i want to reference an article i read uh and i don't know what the name of the article is now but it was written by dr judith orloff okay i'll I'll see if i can find it look look it up i might have i don't know i'm not reading very well right now because i haven't bathed in many days and my (laughs) sense of smell is just it's real rough um but according to dr judith orloff Empaths are people who absorb the world's joys and stresses like emotional sponges. Like I just thought that was a very succinct way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a book called that she wrote called the empaths survival guide colon life strategies for sensitive people. So apparently she just, this is what she does. She digs into this. So empaths lack the filters that most people have to protect themselves from excessive stimulation and they can't help but take in the emotions of surrounding people or situations or the Mm -hmm. energy, whether they're good or bad or something in between. So, um, for example, one of the like basic signs of being an empath is you hate being in crowds, not from agoraphobia, but because when you leave that situation, you feel completely sucked dry of everything in you. Mm -hmm. So, um, I have always hated concerts, going grocery shopping, going to the mall, like big events of any kind where there's a bunch of people, because no matter how I feel ahead of time, when I leave, I feel physically and emotionally icky. I don't know how to explain that better. I want you to analyze something because I, okay. So I have a thing that I really, really enjoy doing Uh is like, I like to go to the zoo Um, I like to I do like going to the mall and grocery shopping and stuff like that. But I like to have earbuds in and listen to a podcast. So I feel like you're plugging some. Yeah, if that makes any sense. So um, because like I love sh- I love going to Disney World. There's mm-hmm. a lot of times where I'm like, I just want to go I've to done it in Universal like, Studios. Two- I was there a day yeah. before everybody else and I just walked around, but I kept my earbuds in the whole yeah. time. I feel like that's a way to protectively shield yourself from other people's crap. And maybe for me, it's worse at grocery stores because I already have a very negative association with food and cooking and things like that. Mm-hmm. But even if I'm in a really good mood and I go into a grocery store, I feel like I'm a magnet towards any nasty things that are in people's heads or just like negative mm-hmm. thoughts or energies or any of that. By the time I leave, I just feel laden down with that. And I need a nap when I leave. There's uh, people who are empaths bring a lot of heart and a lot of energy and care to the world, especially for things that they're passionate about. And so... Um, especially for a profession like teaching. I feel like that's an empath magnet profession because Mm -hmm. at the heart of it, we're clearly not in it for the money. It's at the base of it. It's wanting to help people and improve people's lives. Um, So I feel like teaching and probably nursing and, you know, there's probably a few very specialized careers that probably attract a lot of empaths. Um, 
So I would like to do this next section as a Jeff Foxworthy bit. I was going to say that! Yes! Yes! When I read it, I was like... (laughs) So I I looked ahead and when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to ask... I'm so glad! I'm going to ask Miss B, like, can we read it? Okay, we're on the same page. That's what we're going to do. So um, for our studio audience at home, you know when to chime in. If you're a studio audience, you're not at home. Damn it, I'm an idiot. (laughs) You guys know what I mean. Chime in when it's time. And if you feel this, then you might be an empath. (laughs) So if you have a lot of empathy, which is the ability to understand the experiences and feelings of others outside of your own perspective, you You might might be be an an empath. empath. (laughs) If you can sense and feel emotions as if they're a part of your own experience, in other words, someone else's pain and happiness becomes your pain and happiness, you you might might be be an an empath. If closeness and intimacy can overwhelm you, Romantic relationships can be hard because spending too much time with someone leads to stress. You can lose a sense of yourself. You You might might be an empath. empath. Uh, A little sidebar on that. This one, like when I read number three, I was like, oh, because that's always been really hard for me. Um, Like with friendships and Mm -hmm. everything is because that, that boundary, I feel like I, I bleed into other people or other people bleed into me, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I um, um true story. I I was eating lunch right before this and my husband was asking if we were recording and I was like, I haven't heard back from Miss B yet, but probably and I was like, but if not, I'm just gonna go drive around and be by myself for a little while to get away from you. Right. <laughs> no offense. I was like, I've had too many days with staying with other people and I just no. like mm-hmm. Especially right now because yeah. nobody's having a good time. Right. So you're just it's, like it's- not it's only unpleasant. am I physically disgusting because I haven't bathed in several days, but also it's just like the nasty energy of everybody being yeah. like, yeah. And I can't, despair. and it's so disgusting outside. I can't, usually I would just go for a it walk is. or something and I can't do oh, that. No. So I'm just going to It's just circles. like that. No, it's like that two day after slush melts, mm-hmm. nasty, like grace. Oh, so disgusting. And on top of that, I feel like this is a time just in general, the last two years have been an empaths nightmare given the situations um, around the world and all the crap that everyone is dealing with because you truly cannot escape it. Okay. Let's get back to our list. list. Um, If you get frayed nerves or you feel too much from talking with people or touching people, you might might be an empath. If you have good intuition, strong gut reactions to things being off or a strong bullshit meter, you you might might be be an empath. If people say that you're impulsive, but you're really just following your gut feelings and intuition, you might might be an empath. If you find nature to be comforting, especially in remote areas away from overwhelming sounds, sensations, and emotions, you You might might be be an empath. empath. Okay, another sidebar. One of my favorite things is literally getting lost outside. (laughs) And it has been since childhood. Like I remember um, where I used to live when I was young, there, there was a lot of area around my childhood mm-hmm. home where it was very easy to wander off and get lost where nobody could find you. And part of me was, it felt like I was a character in a book and I could just like yeah. get lost. Like it felt amazing. But now as an adult, I, I recognize that as like, oh no, I like, I just know that the farther away I get from humanity, the more I can mm-hmm. just not have to emotionally plug into anything. And um, more onto the hippy dippy bullshit side of it, not bullshit, but the hippy dippiness of being an empath. Um, there is something to be said from letting the earth and nature kind of heal you and suck up some of the stuff that you have sucked up and just kind of like cleanse the palate. So yeah, uh, I can't remember what it is, but I was listening to ology. I think it was listening to ologies. I don't know. And she, she interviews a different ologist and it was like a treeologist, but something fancier than that. And Mm -hmm. um, they were talking about trees giving off some, I don't know, pheromones doesn't seem like the right word that actually like calms you and makes you feel better. I'll put it in the show notes if I Google it. There's, there's some fascinating stuff about um, trees and the networks they form underground. Like there's this fungi that lives in tree roots. It's like microscopic, but it, they can communicate from miles away co- entire colonies of trees. Yeah, and M. Night Shyamalan found Absolutely out about nuts. it and wrote a terrible movie. Isn't that nuts? He did, and we went yeah. and saw it, and we enjoyed it for a real long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to this list. That's awful. Okay, 
if you don't do well in crowded places because you absorb positive and negative energy just by being in someone's presence and you have a hard time handling the emotional noise from a crowd or even a smaller group of people for an extended period of time, you You might might be be an empath. If people literally make you sick when you're picking up on negative emotions or energy or even physical distress from people around you and you might become overwhelmed or physically unwell, and then as a result, you may feel most comfortable on your own or in the company of just a few people at a time, you you might might be an empath. empath. If you care too much about things, an empath doesn't just feel for someone, they feel with someone, so it's really hard to watch someone struggle because you absorb other people's stress. You might might be an empath. empath. That one is really bad for me. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I have a really hard time watching people struggle with something, which I understand makes me a terrible teacher sometimes when I just have to walk away. Because I know they're going to learn more from struggling. Do you find yourself Um, turning into like cold hard bitch mode in order to make yourself walk away from that struggle? Because that's kind of how I deal with it. Like the more a kid is struggling with something, I'm just kind of like. Since I've taught a large group in person, I honestly don't remember. I know that I will physically remove myself from the situation because if I stay, I can't. I can't keep my fucking mouth quiet. Oops. Same Z. She's doing really well not dropping any bombs. Well, I feel like we it's learned fine. it right now. Um, yeah, this is the first time I felt warm in days. I have the space <gasps> heater spin on me. How I mean, my nice! My toes feel so good. That's mm, so great. So we good. have a we have a two story house. So downstairs, it's easily ten degrees colder than it is yeah. upstairs. So right now, I can't go upstairs because it's so hot. But downstairs, I'm like, oh my god, I'm cold. It's gross. <laughs> okay, if mm. your concern for others can turn into compassion fatigue and burnout. You, you might, might be an be empath. A, oh, I said redneck. <laughs> you might be a redneck empath. A little bit of both. A uh, little, little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. A little bit of both. That's a big one for me is the uh, compassion fatigue. Mm-hmm. Oh, number 12 is really big for me too. If randos tell you their problems, you might, you might be, an, be empath. an empath. I have always had the weirdest freaking situations where completely random people in the strangest places come up and tell me their shit. And I'm just like, who are you? We are in line at Blockbuster Video. <laughs> what is happening right now? Um, Can you so remember I, any? Oh, God. Uh, there was a time I was at a grocery store and there was a pretty long line. And this lady behind me just started talking about, like, she commented on my shoes or something. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she started telling me about her, how she had just lost custody of her kids because of her ex-husband's family, like this extremely personal story about cut. It had nothing to do with my shoes. And at the end she was like, thanks for listening. And then I just checked out left. I mean, that was it. It was super bizarre, but I get, I get a couple of times a year. I will have a strikingly bizarre encounter like that. And, um, turns out that some people can seek you out kind of like children can smell your fear. Yeah. Um, people who need an empath to leech their problems into can find you and tell you their problems. How nice for for you. Isn't that great? (laughs) Isn't that nice? Um, so there's that. Okay. So, uh, let's see if you are more vulnerable to manipulation, narcissists, toxic behaviors and you want to understand their pain or the fuel of their behavior you might might be be an an empath i don't know about this one i feel like i have the bullshit meter and when Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm being manipulated i'm like i hate that person immediately me too i'm like yeah hardcore and so much though that i've had people be like i don't understand why you don't like that person and i'm like okay let's remember this conversation in 18 months when you get they fuck you over big time right i'm the same way i have a very like I, I genuinely get along with most people. I, I tend to trust and like most people, but there are some people, just a handful where as soon as I meet them, I'm like, you can die under a train. Yeah. Like, like I, no, thank you immediately. And they haven't done anything to me or said anything, but I just have this automatic mm-hmm. like steel wall against them. I'm the same way. I will say that I have had, like, I can remember growing up and having a few friends like when I was trying to make friends with more popular people or mm-hmm. you know when you're in that impressionable age and the whole purpose of your life is to be cooler than you are right um but having some narcissist weave their way into my friend group and feeling and like knowing the whole time like this is a terrible relationship and I'm being 
completely used by this person the entire time. But I remember attracting that into my life when I was younger. Yeah. But now I'm just kind of like, peace, but not yeah. really because fuck you to death. Like that's my feeling <laughs> towards those people. Um, so that's healthy too. If you have a high sensitivity to sounds, smells, sensations, you might be pregnant. Um, <laughs> or you might just be an empath. I don't know. But um, this one hits home for me. So uh, yes. if you are jumpy as all hell. Which like, this B is. I and I have some great stories about that. <laughs> so jumpy. Um, my husband knows that if he's coming into a room that I might be in, like he'll start humming or like making loud, obvious noises as he's coming to that room so that I know several seconds in advance that he will be there. And I still sometimes have a heart attack when he comes in the room. Um, but being jumpy AF loud sounds suck, jarring sounds and physical sensations may affect you more strongly. You might might be be an an impact. So Um, I, I am like sensitive. I don't think I'm jumpy, but I feel like I hear everything that's going on all the time yeah and that's kind of irritating because i don't feel like i can block certain things out do you ever have that thing where you can hear like you're having a conversation with someone or you're attuned to something that's happening nearby you but then your brain just like picks up on something that's happening in a physical space where it's not like you're hearing through walls or anything but you can hear something that you really should not be able to hear or focus on but your brain is just like wow 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 on that particular conversation because that happens to me a lot. Sometimes, but I think I think that really only happens to me, like, when I was a classroom teacher in my classroom. And you have to. Yeah. I, again, I haven't been around more than two people at a time That's in, like, it's been a while over a you. year. So. It's been a while. And hell, maybe I'm just really nosy. I don't know. But I I tune into those faraway uh, I conversations do. really I do well. definitely listen to them, but I don't know if it's just me being nosy or if not. I just, yeah. I feel like I just can't remember what it was like to be in a room with a lot of people. No, it's it's been a while. It's been a very long time. Um, if recharge time is a hundred percent necessary for you, you might, you be, might an be an empath. If you don't like conflict, if you dread and actively avoid conflict, arguments and fights are deeply disturbing. Even if you're not involved in them, you might be an empath. Yeah, I almost said redneck again. Damn it! I heard you. Um. <laughs> but I also used to watch all the Bravo shows yeah i love those yeah i don't know about that one i I wouldn't say that i like seek conflict out but i also like like if i think it's necessary i think i don't avoid it but i also have to keep telling myself like it's necessary you need to speak up you need you gotta say something you gotta so You're definitely, definitely ballsier than I am. Like when we, whenever there's a situation and both of us are involved, I am a hundred percent more likely to be like, it's okay. If you run me over with your car, I don't want to say anything. Cause I don't want to be, mm-hmm. I don't want to pull anything to it. And you'll be like, Oh, I don't think so. And I'm just like, I will melt behind this tree over here in the background. <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't know where that came from, but Mm-mm. I think I've always been like that. Even when I was, was, young. well, it's like we were saying a couple episodes ago, when I had the the movie theater incident and didn't say mm-hmm. anything, um, because obviously this was an adult man who was married to my I aunt. Know. But what? it's like that rage built up inside of yes. me, and I took it out on somebody else a couple years later. Yeah, I think that's something you have to practice. It it is. That's hard. And you know what's funny? I was telling my mom this the other day when we were trapped here in the darkness without water or heat. But all of my very best friends, I've got, I would say, like three. BFFs and you are definitely one of them are all definitely the people who will be the ones to be like, Oh shit. No, when I'm around and there's something that needs to be said. And I'm just like, it's fun. <laughs> like you and these other two people will be like, no, that's bullshit. And I shut a, it down. I have a friend that, um, doesn't, uh, that's a vegan. Actually, I don't know if she's a vegan or if she just doesn't eat dairy, but I think she's a vegan and she ordered okay. something and it came to the table with cheese and she's just like, and I'm like, uh-uh. she said no cheese. We need another. <laughs> I saw this meme the other day that was like, I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't remember how it was. But it was basically like, how do these, you know, how are these quiet, reserved, shy guys marrying all these loud ass women? And then somebody replied with, I need somebody to tell the waiter at Chili's that I didn't it's order mashed so potatoes. True. Oh, my God. It's true. <laughs> It's, I mean, it makes the perfect, cause my husband, like he is, he is very sweet. He, you, he has never met an enemy. Like 
Yeah. Everybody he's the who nicest. knows him absolutely loves him. Like I am way more of an asshole than he is, but I am non-confrontational. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if something happens, he will stand up for himself or me or our family. And like I hate going car shopping with him because he's the guy to like try to chew somebody down on the price and I'm just like, oh, we'll pay whatever I don't care. <laughs> I'm I sorry to I'm sorry it. to put you out. But on the on the other hand, like if I have to make a phone call or ask somebody a reasonable question in person, I'll be like, you, you have don't to talk yourself up to want to do that. I know. <laughs> I'm a I'm complicated so person. <laughs> I am so the same way. Um, a few years back when there were uh, there were some pretty significant medical issues going on mm-hmm. in my family. And, you know, I just remember being in the hospital and being completely clueless anyway. And I had people being like, you know, it's so important that you advocate for yourself and your family and blah, blah, blah. And me just being like, whatever you say, I trust you because I don't know. Because I didn't, I mean, I didn't right. know. I honestly didn't right. know what to ask. But even now, like, I've got some friends who go through things and they're like, oh, I was up in that doctor's face being like, why did you run this test instead of this one? And I was just like, I never did any of that. And then I'm mm-hmm. questioning, like, should I have done? And I know given the situation and you know, as well, like it wouldn't have done any good anyway. However, like I am not that person. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what it would take for me to be like, to chew out a doctor about, I don't know. I'm just, I need to have that advocate for me because I am not that person. Yeah. What number one? Uh, where's Uh, the one about being a total pussy about confronting people? Cause we're after that one. I think we're 17. I think we're 17. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is kind of like what we were saying. Oh, it is. Okay. So if you feel like you don't fit in, if it's hard to relate to others, in a very strange way. Um, if other people don't get why you're exhausted or stressed out so easily, you might Might be an empath. empath. Oh, amen on that one. Yeah. I've always had that not fitting in thing, even though I've always Mm -hmm. had friends and, and my friends genuinely appreciate me. Like I'm always the weird one. I always, (laughs) I always find myself like because I had some, somebody posted a picture of me from high school or I posted a picture of me or something. It was somebody I had not talked to in 20 years. And she just put a comment that was like, oh, I love this photo. Oh, God, you were just so confident in high school. And I'm like, the what? fuck is that? <laughs> Seriously. So, so it's like, even though I feel like I didn't fit in, I don't know if that was necessarily the case. I think it's a And I look back on paper have, and I'm perhaps. like, yeah, I was the president of the thespian club. Yeah, I was the president of the dance club. <laughs> kind of yeah, it was all this know. other stuff, but I, I still mean, all felt the nerdy like... Things, I was a total baller and all these things I was... <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. And I, I think that's true. I've always felt like I have a persona. I mean, it's me. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's fully me, but it's also like an amplified version of how I think I should be. And I don't right. do that nearly as much now as I did when I was younger, which is probably why I'm so much lamer now than I was then. Um, but yeah, I, I fully get that. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you tend to isolate, you, you might, might be an be empath. empath. Speaking you- of driving around by myself for an hour. <laughs> Right? Oh, man. I felt that one hard. If you connect better to animals, you, you might, might be an, be empath, an empath or just a normal human being. How do you not yeah. connect better to animals? What kind of monster there are some people that animals? just don't like them. That's psychos to me. Don't trust so them. So strange. Um, if boundaries are not your number one strength, you might, you be, might an be an empath. empath. Yeah, I don't and know if, how to set boundaries either. <laughs> I'm so shitty at boundaries. Because it involves, it involves standing up for yourself mm-hmm. and a little bit of confrontation. Not negative confrontation, but just right. being like, no. But, you know, we'll talk about I that think, later. I think you're, you're good. I think you are good at them when it comes to people you know really well. Yeah. And I am also. So, like, like we have a lot of back and forth with recording. And I don't ever feel pressure from you to record at a certain time or vice versa. Like, you and yeah. I have both canceled on both each other like, dozens of times <laughs> at this point. And there's never any ill feelings. No. It's like, so, whereas no, if I, I think I was out. doing this with somebody I didn't know as well, I It'd might be, be really like, obnoxious. <laughs> I'd, I'd really him and haw over it. Yeah. It's true. But I think it's, again, it's that dynamic where we know each other so well. Right, like, right. with the people that we truly know and love and feel comfortable with, we're okay right. with it because we know it's not going to come off as confrontational or Correct. being a dick if we're like, no, I'm not going to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we feel like someone might be offended or in any way, inconvenienced by right. our choices then we will not set that boundary just mm-hmm. so stupid um and then finally if you just see the world in unique ways you might be, you might be an, empath. an empath so that was a big old long um list and we will send that to jeff foxworthy and see if he has anything <laughs> to add because he might be an empath we don't know 
Yeah, who um, knows, man? But if anybody listening to this, if you never thought you were an empath or have ever heard that word before or gave a shit about it before, perhaps listening to this list, you're like, oh, maybe I am some of these mm-hmm. things. Yeah, because I never thought of it until you said something. Yeah. Uh, probably whenever somebody told you and then you mentioned it to me and I looked into it. And you're like, oh. Yeah, I never would have, never would have uh, ignored or ignored it. Never. I don't know the word. Would have. Uh, imagined imagined is the word i couldn't think of oh at the earlier at the beginning of these show notes what did i write because i just couldn't let it go hold on in the last episode miss w called (laughs) gift bags for or party favors going away presents going away presents and i can't stop thinking about it i love that i'm gonna say that forever now though because the party favor doesn't like just go away now that i'm giving you this please fucking leave but it's like presenting your guests with a pineapple like thanks for coming and now get out get out i love that here's your going away gift your going away present so good so great that's a good tool for empaths speaking of um i think on our next episode we're going to talk about some tools that empaths can use as uh just human beings in general but also teachers to set those boundaries so that you don't destroy your own Mm -hmm. life uh by soaking up other people's energy so i've got some tips and tricks um that we can do and then also we can talk about how it manifests in the classroom more than just like in general life so i feel like it's a little bit different yeah we learned something today all right do we want to talk a little bit more about this or just go straight into teaching tips let's just do some teaching tips yeah tips on teaching mine is lame i shouldn't say that i shouldn't qualify this is a great teaching tip let's hear it when I was in third or fourth grade, my teacher used to do pop parties, mm-hmm. which if I can't remember how we earned one or whatever, but um, everybody would get to bring in some sort of drink for themselves, either like a, fun. Uh, either, you know, pro- at, nothing with caffeine, of course, but sure. they could bring in like a, a juice box or I a, was about uh, to say, or down a Sprite here, or it would be called a Coke party. Yeah. And nobody would think anything of it because that's what they're called down here in the well, South. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think the reason I think the reason she called them pop parties is she would buy and pop a bunch of popcorn that's... and we... Okay. would all get to okay. have a drink and it was like what a 15 minute party or something sure, just like a little but it was so exciting to be like yeah. i brought this high c i'm gonna put it in my teacher's ice chest kool-aid gush what were those things called those kool-aid yeah, they, they were twisty they top were, that was gushers right or it was, was gushers, gushers something else the candy those candies oh, were gushers with a little gummy in the middle in too i didn't even like those and i ate all kinds of shit when i was a kid yeah and now as oh, an adult, so much also. high fructose corn syrup delicious so delicious that's why yeah, that's my up. teaching tip. If you just need some kind That's of little fun. celebration in your room, just allowing kids to bring something. And then, of course, you buy a few of them because somebody's going to not show of up. Of course. Anything like that where students some bring something sun. from home and I have to send a note telling them yeah. or a reminder or whatever. Like, I always tell parents like, hey, feel free to send two for our friends in that might not bring something. Forget forget to bring something. Yeah, forget. Yeah. You always say it like that, even though you know just their mom's not what's going to gonna happen to or dad it shouldn't dad, have to be mom's job or adult in the house whoever it is right um my daughter so she's in kindergarten and they will have um desk pet days where everybody gets to bring like a small stuffy to keep on their desk during that the day so they lose their effing minds about it so do my so do my students who are much older than that which is hilarious but i love that idea mm-hmm. um we just had a school fundraiser and it was like for, you know, as the class earns more money, there were like little incentives to get. And of course we had to come up with like 15 different ideas that went up the ladder. So this would have been helpful two weeks ago. Thanks for nothing, Mm -hmm. but I'll save it for next year. (laughs) Speaking of saving it for next year, my tip has to do with, this might just be a general tip for me because I, when I wrote it down, I was like, why would you not already effing do this? You idiot. But you know how every year there's like that week that you dress like the 80s and then you dress like in your camo and you dress in your... week or whatever. It's the same effing shit every time. Like it's all... Crazy sock day. Crazy sock day. Old person. Crazy hair day. 80s day. 90s day. Tie-dye day. Like it's all the same shit. And every year I get caught off guard like, oh, I don't have any 80s clothes or I don't have... (laughs) And I get so pissed because I always end up like getting something off Amazon at the last minute and then I Mm -hmm. either give it away or lose it or whatever it is. So my tip, and this is, I guess, mostly just for me, is like, just put all that shit in one section of your closet and just have it your theme dress day. 
get section. A, get a wardrobe like a little, bag. Yeah, get a, cheap, get a wardrobe get a bag and keep that shit in there. Put it in there. And ha- or have like a little Ziploc full of all of your stupid accessories mm-hmm. that you know you're going to wear every effing year for this stupid thing and you don't have to keep rebuying it over and over again. Oh, like yeah. an idiot. And I'm sure you're listening to this like, obviously I have all of these things. Which makes me sad. <laughs> well, I didn't have a theater teacher. I got, I got all I kinds of stuff in my basement. But whenever this stuff comes up, I'm like, God, I should have. I should have just texted you a month in advance and sent you $20 on Venmo <laughs> to just like ship some stuff down here for me. Cause I know you have all the stuff. Yeah. Dumb. Okay. Right. Okay. Time hey, for screaming in the parking, in the parking lot. lot. We just got out for a winter break and I'm screaming in the parking lot. All right. And that, that screaming in the parking lot was sent to us by Mr. S who his was a happy screaming in the parking lot because Yay. it was the, the Friday before their winter break. Um, so lots of people in the cold, cold north where I live also have a week off uh, the week of President's Day because it's historically been a very oh, cold week. Strangely enough, we are learning that. <laughs> Although my Facebook memories do not show it being very cold the past few years. No, I've, I've been where you live a lot here. of times the past few years and been in short sleeves and it's been But lovely. you know what? This is typically the time of year. If it's going to get cold, it's always the coldest in the end of January, beginning of mm-hmm. February. This part of the country anywho all right so mine is why do i talk so fast on zoom i don't know what it is when i have strictly zoom classes it's like i i just I like i'm is. just reading through all of the content and here's some more of the content does anybody have any questions nope no questions because, Move on. no it's because you are delivering it to a silent audience yes and you cannot gauge their reaction or get any sort of physical or verbal feedback cues it's, and so you feel like you're boring everyone and so you speed through everything to get it done. It's the worst. I feel like a crazy person. It's what well, it's because you're talking to yourself. Yeah. Yes. And so there you go. <laughs> you're, this, don't feel bad. We all we all do it because you feel like you're boring everyone, and they can throw tomatoes at you. They would, but they don't. <laughs> so yeah, good stuff. Um, What's yours? Oh yeah. So mine is. I wrote this down a couple of weeks ago, and now it seems so insignificant seems so compared to all I these know. other things. But here's mine. Hey, parents, by the time I actually take the time to contact you about your child's behavior, it's a really mother effing big deal. Mm-hmm. It is a giant deal. By the time I take five minutes to call you on my break and go, hey, just checking in. I just wanted to let you know we're having a really hard time with staying in our seat and not touching other people in the classroom. By that time, I have done all of the positive behavior intervention. I have bribed your child. I have kept them aside at recess to talk to them. I have made them write shit down for me. I I have done all of the things except beat them myself by the time I call you on the phone. And I can't tell you to do that on the phone. And it's my job as a professional to give it to you in a shit sandwich. So by the time I call you, please take that hint that it's your turn to enact whatever hellish parental punishment you can. And that's all I want to say about that. Yay, I noticed that neither one of us put down an all worth it. <laughs> we sure didn't. We skipped right over that, didn't we? We should highlight that in hot pink. Why is it all worth I can, it? I can make something up real quick, but yeah, it's okay. been a rough few days. It's been a rough um, few days. Yeah, I'm going to be working with uh, Mr. F. Mr. F on the spring musical and i just i had a lovely conversation with him on the phone yesterday so i'm very excited about that so fun i miss collaborating with other people for creative Mm -hmm. things in person so much that it kind of hurts it's gonna be weird and all taped outside and an individual stuff and then edited together but it's still something something oh you know what's all worth it is because of winter storm (laughs) spectacular I did not have to analyze data this Monday professional development like I was supposed to. Because also, who gives a shit right now? The world is on fire. Nobody's learning Why is anybody asking for any data right now? So you can write a paper on it 10 years from now and have the data for the studies? Like, why else? Why? Why? Yeah. (sighs) Anyway, so I didn't have to do that. So I guess it's all worth it. Well, that's nice. I'm drinking booze at... 1 p.m. on a Thursday. It actually you know, tastes bad. I found some kind of Irish liqueur to put in oh, your coffee. It's like well, licorice though. I, that's I regret nasty. it. Nobody it's, wants that. That's gross. You know what I'm going to do? It's almost 2 o'clock here. I'm going to have some 
Pinot Grigio, and I'm going to go back and watch some more WandaVision, which I am thoroughly enjoying, and we are 100% oh, going to talk up. about on the I next episode. Watched, yeah, we'll talk on the next episode, and there'll be a whole new episode by then. I know! <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. We okay. did it. All Bring right, home, well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Do you have a BS on education? We want to hear from you. We want your teaching tips, because we're out of them. And we would I also... No, you heard what we gave today, and it wasn't great. And we're also <laughs> fully dry with all worth it moments. So if you have any of those, we can also yes, use a handful please of those. tell us. Did something sweet happen with your students? Anything you want to share with us, we will uh, we will work that snippet into our episode. Or we're gonna have um, to cut it out of the show, guys, and I'll just be bitching for the full time. So it's on you now. It's one hundred percent on your shoulders. <laughs> Yeah, uh, send us an email, BS in Education 2020. Oh, I forgot to put in that clip from the guy from Honduras. We'll put it in in the next one. We got oh, a yeah. great voice message. Oh, we were so excited. That was an yeah. awkward moment for All right. our podcast. We're gonna we're gonna put we're gonna put F31. your message in the next episode. Uh, yeah, number thirty one. So yes, he. So what made me think of it is he actually reached out to us through Instagram. So any of the avenues, Instagram, Facebook, uh, email, call us on our Google Voice, uh, which is two three four seven three teach. That will also be included in the show notes. And so will a bunch of other stuff. And All right. Hey, yeah. if you haven't subscribed yet, what's up with that, guys? Yeah, what do you subscribe already? For? Sure. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening, though. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a BS in education. Classes ended, time to go. Pick up your crayons off the floor. Classes ended, time to go. I don't want to see your face no more. Thank you for listening to ABS in Education. Oh, my tummy hurts.